0: i'm holly Kate's personal stylist and style coach extraordinaire
1: hi i'm nolan meter celebrity stylist shopping messiah and accessory addict
0: we are the best friends that you never knew that you needed we are the industry insiders and fashion's odd couple in both of our everyday lives and at industry events we see the best and unfortunately the worst in clothing and style We are fashion partners in crime dedicated to stopping the most heinous of all fashion crimes on the street, the runways, and
1: beyond. Join us as we take you inside our world, spilling the secrets of our experiences in the industry and inside our minds, judging people in the most loving way possible, most of the time, and (laughs) stopping fashion criminals dead in their crocs. It's more important than just the do's and don'ts. Jump on the Hot Mess Express as we teach you how to be your best and most stylish self.
0: Howdy, everyone. Howdy, doodle. Hey, hey, hey. What's up? And what's the haps? This is the Fashion Crimes Podcast with your favorite personal stylist, the only personal stylist. And I like to say for other people that have friends named Holly, I'm the only Holly you need to know, okay? With me, my best friend, my best gay, my fairy gay mother, celebrity stylist, my stylist, fashion messiah, and the queen of all queens, Mr. Nolan Meter. (laughs)
1: I love that every time the intro gets longer and longer, I know. you find a new way to say hello or a new way to tell people how great I am. I love it. <laughs>
0: right. um, we haven't chatted just the two of us because we have been flooded with interviews. We've been, I
1: know we have been interviewing. We've had, well, I mean, the past few weeks have just been a whirlwind. I've been up, down, all over and around.
0: Up, down, Texas, by, behind. I went, to enemy te- I went
1: to enemy territory, as we call <laughs> it. I went to Texas. And I was like, Oh God, here we go. Like the flaming queen goes to Texas.
0: That's okay. You fit right in. You fit no, right in. No,
1: I love Dallas. It's a fabulous city. So I went to visit one of my clients, my dear friends who actually will be making a cameo on the podcast at some point, or maybe it will already have come out at this point. Who knows? Cause we who don't knows? know what we're doing with our lives. I know. But anyway, it was a great time. It was full of fashion and, fun times and you know hysterical moments and it was just great. So I got to have my fashion fill. Like I did at one point I'm just putting this out there so everybody knows. My client happens to have a um a mint green satin opera coat from Ralph <laughs> Rucci that was a gift from an ex-fiancé.
0: Because why doesn't everyone have that?
1: Doesn't everyone have that? No, like costs more than a Honda Civic like actually. And so I just like jumped into the closet when she was trying on these new tank tops she bought and they sent her the wrong size. So one of the tank tops fit me. And I was like, Ooh, another perfect thing to go with this. So I just hopped out of the closet in the huge Ralph Rucci mint green silk opera cape coat thing. And so I got to have my fashion fill and I put on my opera cape and I was feeling very dramatic.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And how is that different from any other day? I'm curious.
1: My opera cape is not mint, mint, it's more of a puce color.
0: Oh, Oh. okay, excuse me. Okay. I'm kidding,
1: I'm kidding. Okay. I don't have any opera coats at the moment, but you know, we'll get there.
0: But we'll unpack that later.
1: How about you? What have you been up to, Queen?
0: So I have been whoring myself out for
1: interviewees
0: and it's been working, which is great. 100%. I've been networking on Clubhouse, which I really, really like because it's for old-fashioned people who like to talk on the phone. Which is amazing.
1: Which is great for us because that's all we do anyway. I fucking hate texting.
0: I hate texting. It's so annoying. Just call me. Just call me.
1: Exactly. And what, like, would I, God, this is so terrible. But there was an old Joan Rivers joke where she was like, she would talk about talking on the phone and that's why everybody loved to talk on the phone. And then she'd make a comparison to something about like, that's why guys have butt sex because you can be like online shopping while you do it. (laughs) It's much more conducive to multitasking, and that's what I feel like talking on the phone is like. I last night I literally called Holly while in the shower, shampooing my hair.
0: You always do and that. It's like I don't a normal know how, occurrence. I don't know how you don't get your phone wet. So- yeah,
1: well, first of all, Janine is waterproof. Thank you. Uh-oh. Second of all, I put her like on the top shelf. You're on speaker. It's great. I talk to you. I talk to Allison. I get I get all my stuff done. I multitask, and so I think talking on the phone is the best.
0: He names his phones, by the way. This one's Janine.
1: So, Janine, the last one was Suzanne before Suzanne was Tina. <laughs> I named them after, like, the doctor's office receptionist and the one who, like, clear, clearly knows what's going on in the world. She's very in command and in control, and she knows everything. Mm-hmm. That's who my phones are named after.
0: And she's like, "You, it, Nolan's like, you got to give Suzanne a rest. okay? You got to turn her off. You got to let her rest. You got to let
1: her breathe for a minute. I know. The pandemic not been good for my screen time. My phone literally gave me a warning last week. They're like, your screen time is now nine hours and 55 minutes a day. And I was like, oh, <laughs> that's dark as shit. I was like, that is- it's time for me to go back to New York. I didn't know it was, that was possible.
0: That That's not healthy. That's no, not healthy. it's not
1: healthy at all.
0: In the meantime, I have been on Clubhouse. I've been meeting people. I've been networking. I met Two fabulous people today who are going to be on the on the podcast. And I mean, this one girl, we were talking, she's a personal stylist actually in Florida. And I was like, I am so in love with you. Like we talked for like an hour and a half. She was so great. So she's going to be on the podcast. That's exciting
1: see like and you totally had to say to her like i love you but like not in a take your pants off kind of way not at all because i had to i had to say that last night with this with one of my like new friends i was hanging out I was like come hang out with us like it's fine like i'm like i don't want to go like it's 10 30 i don't want to go to bed like this is fucking stupid like i'm not i don't want to go to bed at 10 30 like it's a it's it was what was it it was valentine's day yeah i'm like this is so (laughs) like pathetic and miserable he's like no i want to go home i'm like this is not like a pants optional situation this is like literally come hang out this isn't like come hang winky this is like just literally come hang and like have a cup of tea like he was like oh okay i and was like, like well you- i don't care like you do you but egg, like that's not no like no
0: you've had enough hot dogs flying at your face lately
1: Come oh on. my god well okay for reference um i've never done the tinder it's not my thing it's just i mean again i don't really have a personal life anyway so what's the difference
0: <laughs> until today
1: yeah. Well, until today. And then, so when I was in Texas, my client slash confidant slash friend was convincing me. She's like, you've got a date. Let's make a Tinder. I was like, or like, you need to make a Tinder. I was like, really? She's like, yeah. I'm like, all right. Holy overwhelming Batman. <laughs> and also like some of these people are terrifying. The things they put in their body. Like, I don't want to know. Yeah. Like you do what with your foot? Like, <laughs> stop, please. Anyway, that's, that's not fashionable.
0: You're like, say that to the third date, okay?
1: Exactly. But also, I like to say, like when I was uh, having dinner with somebody a little while ago, I know I'm crazy, but I like to say I'm crazy in an endearing way, like Alan DeGeneres, but nicer. And so I say I like to get all of my crazy out on the first date so that people know that I'm crazy. And then if they have a second, if we have a second date, it means like you're fine with it. right. Right. Because I don't want to have two great dates and then go on the third one and then find out you're a lunatic because that will annoy me. <laughs> I want to know that you're crazy up front and then I will own it. I'll work with it and be done with it.
0: That will really interfere with my social schedule if you don't come out with the crazy until like the fifth date.
1: Yeah, exactly. And also, I don't think you want me to date successfully because that would mean so much less time for you.
0: That would not be okay with me. So you're only on, only allowed to have meaningless
1: hookups. Which you can't really do during a pandemic. So that just leaves me by myself. (laughs) Well, I mean,
0: you can, you can date, you love a You love a cup of
1: tea. You love a granola moment. I do. Oh, speaking of which, not that this is fashion related, but I was in Boston this morning feeling very fancy. Yeah, you are very fancy. Very fancy. I spent like three hours in Saks playing dress up. Oh my God. I got stuck in the Celine sweater. It was awful. Oh my God. It was so bad. Anyway, there's a bakery around the corner and I found Homemade granola and it made my day.
0: Ugh, it's the little things, is it it's not? It's the little things.
1: Anyway, so what are we talking about today? Today's a very interesting topic.
0: So today's a very interesting topic that someone else bought brought up to me that we're going to talk about. But I wanted to dissect it with you because I thought it because was... Because I know
1: everything and I am the gift that keeps on giving.
0: Besides that. Right. Because... I, I mean, Duh. I thought it was unbelievable that an article was written about this. So in the Wall Street Journal, everyone, you know, they have a fashion section or whatever, and they're talking yes. about, they're talking about divorce style. And I thought this was hilarious because our tax guy who is like a brother to me, he's Jonathan's best friend. He broke off from his firm and he started his own firm, but he's always done divorce tax. Always. So he's Uh, meeting all these women all the time. And he's always like, I want to offer you as a package, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, it's never come to fruition. So now here is a legit article about people who are dressing for court, people who want to know what to wear when they have these proceedings. Um, Some people go to mediation, some people go to litigation. I don't know if I'm using the right terms or not. But some people just settle. So, you know, according to what, it depends if your divorce is amicable or not. If you're going to court, you know, and you're going through the whole thing and going to trial, I talked to a person who was involved in the court system and she said, you know, the judges really do judge you by what what you wear. So it is important that you show up looking good and looking current and looking like you care about your image.
1: But also, like, leave the diamonds at home. They don't need to know how much money Uh, is spent on jewelry. Yeah,
0: that is almost
1: like... Leave the Birkins at home.
0: (laughs) That almost goes with take a shower
1: and do your hair. Also, the PSA stylists are your best friend. Because if you think you're going to get divorced and, like, your husband has all the money you just call one of us first and we just help you shop it away so that then you just, you know, you have your little, your safety net of handbags and you just sell them all later and you can buy like a small house in like rural Oklahoma.
0: Nolan really supports women who have to sell their clothes to eat because he's a big fan of eating, but he's also a big fan of fashion.
1: I'm also a big fan of buying the clothes they sell to eat because usually I make a fortune.
0: Right. So he, Nolan is your guy to totally help you find that Eat, shop, balance. Let's just go
1: with that. Yes.
0: So this article is very interesting, and it talks about celebrities, Zsa Zsa Gabor, uh, Elizabeth Taylor, who've been married seven, eight,
1: nine times, and they keep getting divorced. At that point, it's like a toll booth, like for God's sake. (laughs) Like for the love of God, like do you need – why are you getting married eight times like because for me it wouldn't even be special then
0: ask it's, elizabeth taylor it's
1: like okay it's ask- a new year you're a new husband like come on like if i'm gonna marry somebody like i understand two sometimes three you know and i'm not one to judge but eight
0: oh you are uh,
1: but believe me I, I mean what the movie judy
0: uh, we watched the movie judy you know about
1: yes judy, judy garland, garland yes
0: I mean, she was married. Well, she was a hot mess, though. God, was she hot mess? She was married like six times. Like it was stupid. That's it was weird. A lot weird. of
1: husbands. It's that's <laughs> a lot of people to have to deal with.
0: It's too many husbands for Nola. He can't handle that many.
1: No, and like I'm, I, I, can't, I don't even want two, like two at once. Like that's a terrifying thought, too. It's just like, just get like no one at a time, and let's like, I understand two or three, but like you get to six, and it's like throw in the towel and get a cat.
0: So the funny thing is, is that Mary Kate Olsen and who we
1: love ish.
0: I mean, love is a strong word. But listen,
1: the Row, which is a brand she owns, is fabulous. Their pieces are incredible. The quality's great, and also the things she wears to the Met Gala, the vintage Chanel couture, the vintage Dior couture, all these things are things you only buy if you have a true love for fashion. Not as a celebrity, not as someone with money, not as anybody but a true lover of fashion. So I love that for her. However, the shit she walks down the street in, I just, I want to jump into a wood chipper when I see it. (laughs) Head first, into a wood chipper.
0: Anyway, this, she is divorced from her French husband, okay? Whose
1: husband is the ex-president of France. So her ex-sister-in-law is famous supermodel Carla Bruni. Who we love, she's an icon.
0: So this picture of their Zoom proceedings when they were getting divorced—Zoom
1: divorce—that's hilarious. Zoom
0: divorce. She's wearing this black turtleneck, but it was circulated and this went viral and blah blah blah. But I, I don't. She think she
1: looks quite nice.
0: I don't get it. It looks like she hasn't had a haircut in two years. She's just so antimate.
1: Me. I mean, see, she, I think in this picture in the Wall Street Journal article, which we will, we shall post. It, I think this picture, she actually looks quite good compared to how she usually looks. Cause usually she looks like she's just been up all night and hasn't showered in three weeks.
0: <laughs> Road hard, hung up wet. That's what you like put to Put away
1: wet. Yeah, exactly. It, no, don't even that. It just looks like it, for someone who is so successful and so brilliant and so rich, I don't get it. And so, like this, I actually thought she looked put together and kind of not but peaceful, but very like I, she did not look super sharp or anything. Like she could have worn a black blazer or whatever. But I think this was very. Uh, what's the word? Grounding. I just don't
0: see what's so special about. It. I just well, you're don't supposed
1: that's... to be wearing like a yellow printed floral dress to your divorce proceedings. I just less...
0: don't. I don't know. I just didn't get it. Anyway, but that's the topic of this, and it starts the conversation about celebrities who have been married so many times, and what is you know what people are wearing now to these proceedings is is actually really important. And here is a picture from. The New Yorker cartoon. Yeah. (laughs) got a woman standing in the mirror and she's wearing a suit. All her friends are laughing and giggling and taking pictures. And she's like, this is the one guys, this is the suit I'm going to get divorced in.
1: And I just I thought that.
0: that was Itch. hilarious. I just will post a I picture of that too. That. And his name is William Chappell, I think, from the New Yorker magazine. So we will credit him for this because this is actually epic, this cartoon. Love um, it. um, Love it! But it's, you know, it's it's just it is it's not something that you think about, of course, but when you do get divorced, a lot of clients come to me that, are starting a new job, starting over, getting divorced, you know, it's a new you, it's a new birth, right? So let it start with that. Let it start with you, you know, the revenge bod, right? Which is a common divorce thing when people lose weight or they start working out or whatever, whatever. They get things
1: nipped and tucked and lifted and (laughs) clipped and whatever
0: what, whatever people do these days whatever, you do,
1: whatever the kids are doing these days
0: <laughs> so you know your fetus it's just,
1: facials and your uh, nose non-surgical facelifts and all that i weird mean
0: uh vampire shit. facial or whatever it is clearly i need work done because i don't know any of the terminology
1: oh my favorite so, note if you've seen netflix's bling empire they're all talking about they're like oh guys our friend had her baby and two of them the older one and this younger guy kane their first response is, what is she going to do with the placenta? Can I have it?
0: That is so vile.
1: No, because apparently it's good for your face.
0: I mean, uh, how good?
1: So like the 25-year-old and the 65-year-old are fighting over the placenta and they haven't even said congratulations about the <laughs> baby yet. It's hysterical. She had her baby? Yeah. What's she going to do with the placenta? It was hysterical. That I almost shat okay. my pants laughing. I was like, this is so hysterical. Like They're like, fuck the baby. Where is the thing it came Ugh.
0: in? It's like
1: it's no, it's like when you give a kid like a toy and they only want to play with the box. Right, right, right. It's exactly the same thing. (laughs) Most people will be delighted to see a new baby. They're like, where's the placenta? (laughs) Again, Uh,
0: um, so it's a one
1: percent of one percent thing, right?
0: I just thought this was so important. And as people, no one stays married in Hollywood. Let's keep it on, let's keep it real, okay? That's valid. I mean, nobody, I mean, I still am, and and I don't even know Renee Zellweger or Kenny Chesney, but the thought that they were married for three months is just so I don't like either
1: of them. I don't, she does not appeal to me, and I don't do country music much, so. That's just terrifying that you love a
0: little Nas X moment,
1: okay? I don't I don't love his music. I think he's fabulous, but his music's not my type either. I just I'm very much I'm multifaceted. You know, I love my Kanye West from back in the day before he went crazy. (sighs) And I love everyone from Adele. I love my Frank Sinatra. I love I love me a Carol King moment. Tapestry, my favorite album. I love (laughs) Amy Winehouse.
0: Nolan is trapped in a 75-year-old Jewish woman's persona
1: i know nancy lives in palm beach (laughs) (laughs) that's her name nancy she lives in palm beach she drives a lincoln (laughs) it's
0: very comfortable very practical
1: yes husband marv
0: um can i just tell you i watched barb and star excuse me barb and star is with Kristen wig and i forgot the other lady's name it's the whole cast of snl and it's hilarious Oh my gosh. Um, so it reminds me of like Nancy and the Lincoln. They play two um <laughs> middle-aged 40-year-old women that dress from Chicos and they love each other. And then they go to um Vista Del Mar, which is in Florida, and then they live it up and have the time <laughs> of their life. So it's a very funny movie.
1: Well, back to the divorce thing. Like I personally think and after any huge change in life, whether it be Mary, getting married, a huge job transition. Maybe it's going back to work after having kids. Maybe it's a huge job promotion or whatever. I think, you know, it's important at those like crossroads in your lives to like seek outside help because other people know better than you. And so I think like post-divorce fashion glow-ups are a real thing. I definitely um, and they're not, do. Well, and they're not always a direct result of the divorce. Like in my mother's case, it happened to be after her divorce that she started dressing well, but it was also because I got older and I dressed up and I grew up and I started, you know... Shopping at sample sales and all those things. But a lot of the time divorce, regardless of whether it was amicable or not, does such a blow to your confidence and your psyche Mm -hmm. that I think the fashion, like changing your fashion and your personal style after that can be a way of restoring that. So like my mother has gotten the confidence now from like, she'll put on a fabulous dress and she gets the difference. She's like, this is one of her favorite dresses is a McQueen dress from like, I think it's pre-fall 16 or 17, something like that. And it's just fabulous. And she puts it on and she's like, I feel like a million dollars in this. I never felt this, I haven't felt this confident in forever. It's great. Like, and those, those little things make a huge difference in the way you conduct yourself, especially like post a traumatic event. Right. Regardless of whether divorce is amicable, it's a huge thing. It's traumatic in some degree, so I think that like fashion can definitely help restore that. So I think that everybody who gets divorced, if they can afford it, should have a stylist or someone you know who can help guide them in that direction. Because maybe you've decided like, I actually have a friend who up until I don't know five or ten years ago was I mean she's always had impeccable style. She wore Chanel and Oscar, and you know was just beautiful. I mean she had long blonde hair. And I mean, she, it was very step, her vibe was very like fabulously dressed Stepford. And then she just said to me one time, she goes, well, I mean, and she's, she's still, still married. Um, She loves her husband. They're not like, it's not a divorce situation, but she just goes, I just decided one day that that wasn't really who I was. That was just who I kind of thought I was supposed to be. So I got a pixie cut, stopped dyeing my hair and stopped wearing Chanel. And so now she wears like fucking ball gowns and Rodarte and all these crazy <laughs> things because it's, she like found her sense of like personal style and freedom. And I think that is an off, like off, uh, often a product of divorce.
0: I think that's such a key word is freedom. When you're in a bad situation and you're finally free of it, it just gives you, it just breathes the life back into
1: you. It just does. Yeah. And And when you have an optimism, I think you're more likely to be like, I will put on those pants even though they're slightly uncomfortable, slightly less comfortable than my leggings today because I want to feel put together. Like those that that's what makes a difference.
0: And somebody was talking to me about what are you wearing, you know, for work from home and this and that. And I haven't touched my heels. They have dust on them and whatever. And and I, I just was like... Girl, you like, can
1: wear your heels while you're sitting.
0: I said I do you it. Need, I said, yeah. <laughs> You need to vacuum in those, okay? Like, there is no excuse. You better answer the door in those. You better keep them, right? Because I had to wear heels when Michelle and I did a shoot. I have another stylist who I'm really good friends with, and we did some videos, and I put on high heels. I'm like, I am out of high heels practice.
1: Well, my poor mother and I went shopping yesterday with one of my mother's dearest friends for a dress for my sister's wedding because my sister is engaged. And so... In the dressing room at Saks, of course, they give you heels. Mm-hmm. And they gave my mother, my mother is not a high heel person. She used to wear high heels all the time, like literally constantly for work. Because when, when she was in finance, that was what she wore. And so, and they were not short, like they were high heels. Well, she hasn't worn above a two and a half inch heel in five, 10 years. They gave her these like five inch black patent Dolce stilettos. Wow. She's like, no, i going to break an ankle. She was literally <laughs> waddling. I was like, it was so, she's like, these hurt. I'm like, yep.
0: Was it like a Fendi boot moment when we had to have the come to Jesus when you we had to have the
1: come to Jesus about, I think we've explained this, but, um, a couple of seasons ago, Fendi did crocodile pro- cowboy boots that were just phenomenal with this amazing wedge that had a cut out in the heel. I died. And they came I in yellow. Holly loves yellow. Holly loves yellow. And so of course I tracked them down for her. We got them and we ended up getting the higher heel height instead of the lower because Holly's very optimistic about her uh, <laughs> skill in walking in high heels. And we got them, and she was doing what I refer to as the chicken waddle the whole day because she was literally waddling the whole first day. I will never forget it. The first time you wore them, you were in Boston. You came to visit me before I moved to New York. It was the most tragic thing I've ever seen. She's waddling around the city of Boston. We're, like, sitting in the Hermes store, like, doing a bunch of holiday shopping and whatever and playing with all the goodies in Hermes. And she is literally waddling, like, through the store. She's like, I love this bracelet. But I'm like, honey, I can't look at the bracelet. I'm just going you waddling. Look. I broke up with them. Also post-divorce, learn how to walk in heels or figure out what your shoe game is going to be.
0: Figure out what you... I love that journey, Nolan. Figure out what your shoe game is going to be. Because I just talked to somebody else who is going to be a guest on our podcast. And she was like, look, where I live is very different from when I go out because it is so casual here and my sneaker game is really on point and that's what I'm teaching my clients. I'm like, I'm loving that. Well, and I people, mean,
1: I think, often forget that, you know, to be sexy, you don't have to wear, especially if you're a woman, you don't have to wear, you know, a pair of hooker heels because I love a hooker heel. But there are such things as sexy flats. Like, I mean, I'm not into feet. Like, that's not like, that's just not, <laughs> that it's not, my like, that does not get no. But like I can admire well look like the Jimmy Choo like pointed toe flat. If I see women in those, I'm like, damn, she is fabulous, especially the ones with the cutout in the middle, like girl work it. Right. Or like a really amazing booty, I just think is like sex on wheels. It's great. But like for and there are even, I think there are sexy sneakers, personally. Yeah. I, I mean, do but too. also with guys like like and I know golden goose are the douchiest shoes alive, but like <laughs> if I see a guy on yeah. the Upper East Side like my personal favorite are the ones who are like in tech and they have like horn rim Oliver Peoples glasses it's like a very specific kind of upper east side guy they're like 22 whatever they still live with mom and dad but like maybe they live like on a different floor of the building or whatever and they wear like a t-shirt and a hoodie I'm like an Acne Studios cashmere hood, like uh, cashmere Kinda coat. Kind of sounds over like your it. last
0: date, Nolan. And with okay. like skinny jeans.
1: I know it does. With skinny <laughs> jeans and white golden goose. If I see like, a, if I see a man with white golden goose on the Upper East Side, like I'm like, buy me a house in Connecticut. Where's my Volvo and the Corgi and the three kids? Like and, and the two nannies. Like right now. The doodle. So, like, there, the are, doodle there is a such time. thing. Exactly. There's There is a such thing as a sexy sneaker. I just think it needs to be well executed. Like don't be showing up and you're like, I like Converse are cute, but they're not sexy. Like for me, like I'm not going to show up in my studded or like my studded Celeron sneakers I just bought because they're like they're studded. They're not sexy. They're like. What
0: about your Pride sneakers? What about your
1: Gucci Pride sneakers? My Gucci, my Gucci Metallic Python. Those are those are sexy. Those are sexy sneakers. People are always like, "What are those? Who are those?" Where'd you get those? those I do have a question
0: for you. Speaking of men, and I'm talking about straight men.
1: Oh yeah, I don't know much about that subject, but go for it. <laughs>
0: Let, yeah, you do. You know more than you think. You know more than you think. So when let's we've been talking about women this whole time. What about men who get shat on during a divorce? Right.
1: I think your husband is a really great example of that because that's not only what happened to him, but post-divorce, like when you got when you met your husband, he was, as you say, in the dad mode.
0: Yes, very and much so. Now,
1: not only is he my favorite straight man ever, anyway, because he's such a nice guy, but. He also is the best dressed straight man I know, and I know I credit you with that. But instead of just being the wife who's like, "I'll buy all your clothes, don't worry about it," you gave him the tools to do it for himself. Correct.
0: Oh, I, he does not want me to shop for him; he does it himself. No, he, he loves, loves it now,
1: but yeah, but I don't. I think that's because you t- taught him to love it. Yes. So I think that's a really important thing. Like there is such thing. Like I don't care if you're if you don't if you get divorced when you're 55 and you're like why do I have to dress nice now and you're a guy because a well dressed man is a confident man and commands respect from anybody. And I just think if you're wearing like your dad clothes to like a bar on a Friday night, you're gonna get a hell a lot different look than if you're wearing like a leather jacket you don't have to look trying to, you don't have to look like you're trying to feel like you're 20 again.
0: Right. But and that's, the there's difference. a way
1: to look put together at any yes. age, and I think, especially. And I think a lot of guys do take a massive confidence hit too, after divorce. I think people are often so quickly to just think about the wife, but also, I mean, I it is an emotional thing for both sides. And, they need fashion help too. And often they are sometimes worse off because they're so fucking oblivious that they just don't understand. Mm -hmm. So maybe that should be like my next nonprofit that we work for. (laughs)
0: That that will be the Lord's work. Or his dad's
1: wardrobe. Like, you know,
0: and I always say
1: it's for the sad straight men (laughs) instead of instead of it's for the children. It's for the sad straight men. They've been oppressed.
0: they, They are. And let me tell you, I always say my shtick is if your husband looks bad, it's your fault because it's your responsibility
1: and it, what not and not in like a misogynistic way but in like anybody that i'm associated with it's not just a like a spouse thing for me if i go out to lunch with holly and i'm like i fucking hate her outfit i will tell her we, like bitch change because like who you're with who you surround yourself with is a reflection of you in any capacity I, not yes, just because you're married i think
0: and i've told nolan like let's bring the hot pink down and the floral down okay and i'd be
1: like leather studs or fringe pick a lane you pick don't need a lane. all three
0: Bitch, we know. Okay. We know you're edgy. Let's, let's bring it down. Let's,
1: let's bring it down. But I I have a friend who just loves a short skirt and I'm like, I can literally see your cervix. (laughs) (laughs) Like bring the hemline down a couple feet.
0: Yeah. A couple inches, a couple feet. Let's bring it down.
1: I'm not your gynecologist. I don't (laughs) need to see this on like 3 p.m. on a Tuesday. It's a lot. I'm like, did you wear this to class?
0: No one has seen more naked women than any straight man on this planet. Okay. Oh,
1: percent I always say the straight men would love my job, especially the post-divorce <laughs> times. Cause like if I had a nickel for every time someone cried in a dressing room with me, do you know how rich I'd be?
0: And flash them your tips. Or I'd be
1: like, or like no, like my no, my favorite is like when you're crying with no shirt on. Right. And I'm like, I'm like, did you run it? Like, why don't you put clothes on and then cry? Like, I you don't be- need to cry while naked in the dressing room. Like, this is a lot of it, pressure for me it, and I'm hard. not capable of it.
0: It's hard. It's hard. Um, But I do feel like, and, you know, people choose sides, you know, when divorce, the friends pick sides. And I think for guys who really come out on the tough end this is a great way and it doesn't matter if you're ready to start dating or not that's not it it's about learning self
1: respect it's a self
0: respect it's, it's learning how to get you back so you get to a point to where you feel like you can take the next step whatever that is for you if that means taking your kids more if that means what, whatever that means for you, moving or starting over or connecting with an old friend or whatever. I mean, a new pair of shoes, a new pair of jeans really goes a long way to boost oh, your confidence. Um, and, you know, we're not certified giving out divorce advice, but we do know no. that when you're down and out, that's just a very, very small thing that you can do for yourself to get you back. What, you know. Dressing
1: well. It doesn't necessarily mean dressing expensively, whatever. It just means dressing in a way that makes you feel confident and you feel good about yourself and that will make other people feel the same. Like for me in that respect, I just... I think it works for any life event, whether it be losing somebody, you know, maybe you've gone through something personally, or it could be a divorce. I think a divorce is the thing that most people think of when they think of something like that. So I think that's the easiest example we choose to use a lot because that's the most common. Mm-hmm. But it could be that you know you lost a best friend, which is which you know at one point happened to me and you know changed the way I dressed, mm-hmm. um, or you know you lost a family member, or. Oh, well, that sounds like death. Like a family member died, or like you're no longer friends with somebody like I was.
0: Or having to move on from a relationship. You don't have to be married, but or you're if, in
1: a new place, even you're in a
0: you're in a new place. And and I will never forget from Medea, and I quote, some people are roots in the tree, some people are branches, and some people are leaves, right? And so they the leaves fall off, sometimes the branches break but the roots stay forever. And I mean, I recently had a, you know, it's not that recent, but I had a a girlfriend who I was friends with for over 20 years and, you know, we had to go our own ways and it was really hard. Um, And our last conversation I felt like was a goodbye. And, and I, you know, I'd be a liar to say that I don't think about her, but it's, it's part of my life that's over. And I have to Love it for what it was, right? Whether it's a man or a woman, to me, to me it doesn't matter. It's just a it's a ne- a new step. Everybody for me.
1: experiences loss yeah. and things like that. But I just think divorce is probably the best example because it's such a groundbreaking, like a, an earth shattering thing for so many people. Mm-hmm. I'm the first to admit, like you know, I had a very t- a very horrible situation with one of my closest friends in which you know we don't speak anymore, and I have no I had no closure. It was just emotionally dev- devastating. Poor Holly had to hear me bitch about it for you know nine months. And I would say patiently, but that wouldn't be true. Um <laughs> and I like lost myself for a bit in the middle there. And that is what sort of started my like being healthy journey. But as I changed after that like traumatic event and my uh, my outlook on life changed and my perspective of myself changed and my lifestyle and my body was changing too because I'd lost a lot of weight and all these things. I learned like my style changed drastically because not that I was hard to miss before, but I would put on like Skittles, taste the rainbow colors and like prints and ripped jeans and mint green and all of this shit. Now that I am sorry, mint green cashmere, you left that part out, but go ahead. I do. uh, Actually, it's a cable knit. Thank you. (laughs) It's (laughs) And it's Pringle of Scotland. So eat a bowl of Wangs,
0: whatever that is. We'll go with that.
1: Anyway, (laughs) Good Lord. My style has changed drastically in that I don't feel like I'm necessarily dressing for anybody else anymore. And I'm not trying to get attention with my clothes because I think maybe because I was so uncomfortable with myself before, if I wanted people to be looking at me, I wanted people to think it was because of my clothes. Mm -hmm. if that makes sense, or something like that. And so after going through something so emotionally traumatic, it just sort of changed my outlook on things. And so I started dressing for myself. And that has been the best thing I've ever done. Like my style has changed. now; You don't see me buying orange everything and pink and floral everything. I still have a little bit of that. Or
0: asking me to match you every five minutes.
1: No, I'm still doing that though. (laughs) Let's
0: buy matching hats. Let's buy buy matching this. Let's buy matching scarves.
1: You love our matching blazer moment though.
0: I did. It has to be said. I did. It has
1: to be said. We do enjoy a good matching moment. Look out we for our next
0: one. We do. Uh, ugh. We do. I got these matching bracelets made.
1: Oh, we have matching bracelets. We're going to have matching blazers. We're going to have match. We should get matching. Ta- no, I don't do tattoos, but like we should have matching tattoos.
0: We should have like, matching. Invisible ones. Or or uh, we we should get matching tennis shoes. Jo- Jonathan and I have matching tennis shoes and he doesn't love it. I'm
1: going to be honest with you. He doesn't I'll love do it. I'll do it though. Um. It would be funny if all three of us had matching. I'm like, oh, <laughs> kid, no, no, no. That's her real husband. I'm the gay one.
0: You know, Nolan's part of the family when Zach calls me and her stepson calls me. Well, no, calls me and says, Yeah, we just went to the, because Atlanta is, you know, big in sneakers and tennis shoe drops and all that, whatever, sneaker drops. And she and him and his girlfriend were like, we were outside of the store and the line was so long and people were buying the shoes and flipping them for two grand outside and blah, 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 blah. And I don't know if I got the right size. Do you think Nola could flip them if if necessary? I was like, duh what like that's hard of course like, y'all have my
1: number i know i mean me. it's like
0: you're part of the family so it's like i mean like
1: it's not like you invited me i invited myself but it's fine it's fine you're accepted
0: this has been really i'm like fun. an asset in
1: the divorce i'm like an asset in a divorce so i get to tell people like <laughs> god i hope something like y- y'all better claim me because i am not okay, switzerland
0: uh, no and who gets nolan in the divorce that that's a tough one <laughs> that's a tough one you better hope you know who doesn't get divorced she won't um but Nolan, this has been very enlightening.
1: This has been very enlightening. I don't know if we stuck to topic at all, but you know what? I kind of love it. <laughs> but
0: it's been great, and I love to get fashion articles and discuss them and see what we think. And and you know, there are some fashion crimes out there. But hey, if you have to go to a Zoom divorce, make sure you look good and do not make- wear
1: fucking elastic pants. The biggest. <laughs> okay, and like also, I don't care if you're going. to Like my last piece of advice is, if you get divorced, you need to buy new clothes regardless, because I mean, the old regardless. clothes will have will have bad juju. bad juju i totally agree wearing a top you've had for eight fucking years from your previous marriage on your first date out you're going to have bad juju because you're going to remember the time that you were at a cookout with your ex-husband and Mm -hmm. he spilled barbecue sauce on this top or mayonnaise or potato salad or whatever the fuck he spilled on this top and you like wash it off in the bathroom and you cried because you just bought a kate spade or whatever and (laughs) now you're on this fucking first date and now you're looking at earl or marvin or steve or whoever you're on a date with and all you can think of is your ex-husband like no
0: Preach, honey.
1: clothes. Buy new clothes after
0: you you should buy a new house, new clothes, and divorce. Keep the
1: good shit though. If you'd like we're buying YSL before, keep that shit, but (laughs) just don't wear it.
0: PS my new my newest client next week. uh, She is I know she's divorced, and her new husband is a client, was a client of mine, so that's exciting. This is his new marriage. She was divorced. I know. So now she's getting new clothes, and he's giving her the gift of me. Don't we love that journey for her
1: God, the gift of me like twice a year, too. It's great.
0: It's so great. OK, we have to wrap it up because people are probably already not listening by this time. Um, OK, I know. I know we will continue this. We have so many good guests coming up. I cannot even tell you like the amount of guests we have. It's so exciting. It's so new. It's so fun. We are Fashion Crimes Podcast. Please find us on Twitter, Fashion Crimes P, on Instagram, Fashion Crimes Podcast, on Facebook, we love you. Hit us in the
1: DMs. Hit us in the
0: DM. Let us know what's going on. Holly at Fashion Crimes Podcast. Nolan at Fashion Crimes Podcast. Listen, if you need help, give us a shout out. Okay, we're here for you. We're here to serve. We will never ignore a cry for help. We love you. Take care. Take care of yourselves. Be safe. Be good. Peace out. This is Fashion Crimes Podcast, and we are out.